0: Hello there, boxing fans. Once again, thank you so much again join me here on Talk and Fight. Another episode of Boxing News Headlines. And uh, we're going to uh, start off with a, just a quick little reminder that uh, Detroit boxing fans are in for one heck of a show tonight. Uh, the weigh ins. Uh, for the fight taking place at the Ford Community Performing Arts Center. That's in Dearborn, Michigan, just outside of Detroit. It's for the Detroit Brawl, an ongoing series put on by our friends at Salida Promotions. Anyway, I just noticed that, uh, you know, and not, you know, there have not been too many heavyweight fights of this magnitude in Detroit for quite some time. One that comes to mind would be Mike Tyson, and that goes back a while. But the point of the matter is, is Otto Wallen weighs in at a whopping... 241 and a half pounds. Whereas his opponent, as we all know, Rydell Booker weighs in at 262 and a half pounds. So there's a 21 pound difference between the two fighters, it is going to be indeed a brawl, but Otto Wallen, if he wants to uh, remain uh, in this hunt uh, for a championship title shot, uh, he needs to beat Rydell Booker. And uh, that's one heck of a weight difference. I might say anyway, Big card, big show tonight in Detroit. Uh, We look forward to the result and hopefully get that result in time for tomorrow's news segment on Friday. Here we go. Let's have a quick look around the world and see what's going on here down in Washington, D.C., I believe on Saturday night. Um, Yes, at the Entertainment and Sports Arena, we're going to see Anthony Peterson, who's 38-1 and one draw, with 24 knockouts, will battle Saul Corral, who's 23-18 with 13 knockouts, and a scheduled eight-rounder, and it's in the super lightweight uh, division. The former world title challenger, Peterson, is in the best shape of his life, he says, and he's ready to show the world he's still got a lot of fight left in him. I've been trying, training very hard for the last several months since my last fight, said Peterson, and I'm in the best shape of my life, and I want to show everyone I'm still the best fighter in the division. I feel really good going into this fight, and the fans will see me at my best. So congratulations to him for getting back in shape, and uh, look forward to seeing that result uh, next week. Let's fly over uh, halfway around the world to the time Japan, where we're going to see uh, a really good fight coming up on June 7th. Uh, Pro Bellum is honored to have helped the great Nonito Donaire secure a blockbuster bantamweight rematch with Nayora Inui, a fight the whole of boxing was calling for. Donaire and Inui combined to produce 2019's fight of the year and rematch now on June 7th, as I said, at the Super Arena in Saitama, Japan. One of the biggest contests to be made in the sport without a doubt. That's going to be a huge uh, draw. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that one. I've been a big fan of, of both fighters, actually. So, see how that goes. Anyway, Donair's promoter, Pro Bell, led by President Richard Schaefer, has been working tirelessly, apparently, behind the scenes to help make this mouthwatering unification matchup a reality. So, next month's rematch between Doner and Inui will be promoted by Ohashi Promotion and Taken Promotions. In association with Pro Bellum, Richard Schaefer said, "To be able to bring another, to bring, sorry, to be able to help bring together two of the best fighters in the world for this massive unification fight is a proud moment for our business. Pro launched only eight months ago and has already been a key player in making sure the rematch between Donaire and Inui becomes a reality. I'm incredibly excited for this fight. So, to our Donaire and Inui, and the whole of boxing, cannot wait for it." right on. As we all know, Inui uh, edged out there in their last fight, so it's going to be a great rematch. Let's go down to Guadalajara, Mexico for a fight taking place on June 10th. It will see Jesus Martinez, who will make his professional debut uh, fighting in Guadalajara, live on DAZN, in the latest installment of Matchroom and DAZN's fight series in Mexico, in association with Can- Canelo Promotions, by the way, and uh, class E talento. Martinez leaves the amateur scene as a 14-time U.S. national champion, former international amateur champion, and boasting a record of 137 and 9. The 17-year-old from Del Rio, Texas, will campaign at bantamweight and takes on Daniel Nunez Gomez, who's one-on-one in his pro Bay, pro Bow um, Pantarita is raring to make his first steps in the paid rank. First and foremost, I'm really excited and pumped to be on a matchroom and his own show, said Martinez. I'm excited to be able to show the world all my skills and what I'm all about. I can't wait for June 10th to show the real fireworks. Earlier in the year, Martinez signed with new management company, International Sports Group, founded by Hall of Fame great Joe Kalzicki. London fan favorite, uh, Daryl Barker, as well. And he's training with uh, Robert Garcia. The former world champions made the teen sensation their first signing, as ex-middleweight king Barker believes that they have a future champion on their hands. So let's uh, let's see what happens in that fight. Let's move over to England, uh, Telford, taking place at the Telford International Arena on June 11th. Liam Davis or Davies, Liam Davies is on a personal mission to win a British title in honor of his late grandfather who inspired him to take up the sport. Local man Davies takes on champion Mark Leach for the Lonsdale belt at a super-bantamweight fight on June 11th at the Telford International Arena. Davies, who's 26 years of age, visited his grandfather's resting place three weeks ago and vowed not to return without the spoils of British title success. The 11-0, former holder of the WBC International Silver title, attributes his accomplishments in boxing to both his grandfather and dad, Tristan, Who currently trains him? Lamb Davies was talking to Deb Shawnee. And uh, let's have a quick little quote here. He says, I lost my grandfather before and I fell in love with the sport. Uh, Reflected Davies on his family's loss in 2011. My dad was a boxer at the time. And when he took over the coaching, everything was new. We've now landed on our feet. We've come a long way together. And now we are repairing, sorry, we're reaping the rewards. He deserves it. We put in a lot of hours in the gym with a lot of kids. And I'm glad we can be on this journey together. The win is going to be a big, uh, big, big night for the whole. The win is going to be big for the whole family because boxing is a big part of family life for us. I'm flying the flag at the moment, and I've got it between my teeth to make them all proud. Oh, like in the horse, I've got that bit between my teeth. Okay, I get it. With my dad, we've come a long way, and we're now near the top of the mountain. We've just got those last few steps to get through, and we're there. Fair enough. Let's fly back across the pond to Scohegan, Maine, USA, for a fight taking place uh, also on June 11th. It's going to take place at the Scohegan Community Centre and will feature Brandon Berry going toe-to-toe against Juan Manuel Witt. On June 11th, Brandon De Cannon Barry, who's 23-6-2 with 16 knockouts, will fight undefeated Juan Manuel Witt, who's 39-0 with two draws, and 28 knockouts for the vacant UBO intercontinental welterweight title. The fight between current UBO All-America champion Barry and Argentina's wit will headline a card at Scohegan Community Centre in Maine. Barry, who's 34 years of age from nearby West Forks, won the UBO All-America welterweight title in 2020 and successfully defended it five months later in a pro since 2013. He has won 10 of his last 11 bouts entering what is undoubtedly the most significant fight of his career to date. Former UBC world champion Juan Manuel El Principito Witt, who's 34 years of age also, entered the paid ranks in 20, 2008 and has yet to experience defeat in 41 bouts, winning numerous titles along the way. Most recently, on March 18th in Argentina, he defeated compatriot Lucas Martinez Salinas in four rounds to add a couple of regional belts to his collection said, so Barry, I'm looking forward to this opportunity finds such a successful opponent with such a great record. A win against Witt should put me in place for something even bigger. And that's always been the plan. Moving along now to uh, another realm of the sport. Back uh, earlier this year, we announced that uh, Aaron Chalmers had signed a deal with Boxer to fight on Sky Sports over in the UK. Aaron Chalmers originally was an MMA fighter and uh, now has transitioned to pro boxing. Uh, But he was also a TV star over in the UK and and, uh, starred in a show called Geordie Shores, which I have no clue uh, about. Can't tell you what it was like. Probably if you're from America, probably something like Jersey Shores is my guess. Anyway, this fella, Aaron Chalmers, who has British boxing fans confused, will make his professional debut in Liverpool on June 17th says here in this article, after a successful career in MMA with organizations such as Bellator and Bama, racking up a highly commendable 5-2 record, New Horizons beckon for the former Geordie Shore star Aaron Chalmers. Having decided to switch codes from MMA to boxing and team up with Wasserman Boxing, the Newcastle fighter now has a fantastic platform to showcase his skills as he makes his professional debut on Friday, June 17th as part of a huge night of free-to-air action at the M&S Bank Arena in Liverpool. Chalmers starred on television screens in 2014 as he joined Geordie Shore's cast, but has since committed himself to combat sports. The 34-year-old made his MMA debut in 2017 and soon caught headlines, with his striking talent taking less than a minute to produce a stunning left-hand knockout in his only second professional fight. Since deciding to transition from the cage to the squared circle, Chalmers has been working hard behind the scenes training alongside fellow Wasman boxing fighters, Josh Kelly and Harlem Newbank, under the guidance of coach and manager, Adam Booth. He yeah, had this to say, I feel, like debu- I feel like my debut has been a long time coming now and what better place to have it than Liverpool. It's always a cracking atmosphere there. I can't wait to put on a show and get my boxing career rolling. Fair enough. All right, speaking of uh, rolling right along here, Cameron Crawl is going toe to toe against Vincent Floyd. Crowd pleaser, Cameron Crawl. Okay, RDR Promotions uh, is uh, returning to the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia with a big night of boxing on Friday, June 24th. Seeing action in a six round bout will be, as I said, crowd favorite Cameron Crawl uh, out of Las Vegas taking on Vincent Floyd out of Philadelphia in a middleweight. fight. Also on that bill, you're going to see Edgar Joe Cortez out of Millville, New Jersey. Battle Gourwar Karya out of Philadelphia in a super bantamweight affair. And Jabril Noble takes on Nasiti Mickens out of Philadelphia. And taking part in four-round bouts will be super featherweight Ofascio Falcon, super featherweight Rashan Adams, uh, super lightweight Isaiah Johnson, super flyweight Edwin Cortez, welterweight Namal Farmer, Lightweight uh, Carl Wiley and uh, the debut of Romal Terrell out of uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Also in a super flyweight bout, winless fighters Anthony Young out of Philadelphia is going to go toe to toe against Raheem Cook, also out of Philadelphia, in a super lightweight contest. And finally, Gerard Miner, who's 2 and 14 and 2 out of Philadelphia, battles Frank Boston, 3 and 6 out of San Antonio, Texas, and they meet in a bantamweight fight. All righty. I'm happy to report that featherweight contender Jazza Dickens has told world champion Lee Wood he is running out of options for his next title defense. The Liverpool puncher has reminded the WBA title holder he is ready and waiting to challenge him and that a fight between the pair would be easy to make. Wood will not rematch Michael Conlon next, and there has been no further update from the WBA since their 30-day deadline for the Nottingham man to negotiate a fight with Leo Santa Cruz has passed. Dickens, therefore, delivered a statement of intent last month when he stopped former European champion Adoni Gago inside five rounds at Pro Probellum Liverpool, and the 31-year-old has continued to turn the heat up on Wood. He said, I'm ready for Lee Wood. That's the fight I want. Lee Wood or Josh Warrington, they're not hard fights to make. They're looking for opponents. Michael Collins said in interviews that he was fighting someone else next and he wasn't going to be fighting Lee Wood. So that's not happening. If you had seen the fight between me and Lee Wood, then you know people would be happy to make that fight. It would be a fantastic fight. Dickens defeated Wood on points after 10 rounds in February 2020 and is confident of the same outcome if the WBA champ accepts his offer. The only reason you should get a shot at the world title is if you're good enough. And I know I'm good enough because I've beaten the current world champion. I believe I'll beat him again. Dickens said I beat him twice once before that to win 2020 and in the amateur days too. All right. We'll see what happens there. Uh, I guess uh, we, we have friends in Nottingham. Maybe they can fill us in on uh, Lee Wood and what his options really are. Let's uh, let's stay in Britain. Let's uh, move up to Glasgow. Uh, with a quick report on Alejandra Phoenix-Aeya. Uh, she uh, lost by technical knockout uh, to Hannah Rankin um, last uh, May 13th, I believe, Friday night. And she was, uh, after that fight, uh, taken to hospital, put into a, a coma. Uh, she was suffering from bl- brain bleed, very serious injury, and uh, only recently, like within the past few days, has been taken off the uh, out of that coma, and uh, now she's regained her consciousness, and her health uh, conditions show some uh, improvement, according to uh, the medical staff at the Queen Elizabeth uh, Hospital in Glasgow. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a subject of commentary from uh, our very own Abby Brown in The Sugar Show. Uh, who claims it's yet another black eye for the sport of women's boxing and needs to be looked at quite carefully uh, when fighters who may be uh, somewhat of an underdog go into a fight that they might not win and uh, should their managers step in and prevent such uh, an accident happening. Um, I uh, certainly looked fit and ready to fight and uh, and I think it truly was uh, accidental. I don't think there was any intent on matchmakers or managers or promoters to see an accident like this happen. It's not their intent. But I just want to report to you, my good fans, that uh, Alejandra Aiea, uh, she'll be back in Mexico pretty soon, as soon as she comes uh, uh, back full around from her technical knockout uh, at the hands of Hannah Rankin. And uh, all power to her. She, she looks like a great young lady, uh, and I do hope she recovers. We all do hope she recovers here talking and fight. And uh, I just thought that uh, end up with that uh, follow-up uh, because we have reported that she was put into the hospital, but we haven't reported on her, um, how, she's fairly, how she's doing. And uh, she is out of her coma and she is doing much better now uh, that she has regained her consciousness. Good to hear. And we hope that she does recover fully from that injury uh, and continues either a fighting career, which I wouldn't recommend. Um, But potentially in the sport of boxing in some other capacity, uh, whether on the management side, uh, promoting, uh, or becoming a commentator on the talking fight. All right, boxing fans, thank you very much for joining me here on Boxing News Today. And uh, those are all the headlines, courtesy of our friends at Boxing247.com across the pond. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And we'll see you later on at four when I join Mike Gore at four and Cedric Van for Knuckle Up.